Hey guys, my name is Noah. I have a new life in Christ, and I am recovering from an addiction to pornography, people pleasing, and serial quitting. Hey guys, <clears throat> um, so my wife and I got to spend a week at the beach last week. It was incredible. We got any beach people in the house? There we go. We got a few. We got any? When you got any uh, mountain people in the house? Got a few of those. We got any just plain Jane Dallas people in the house? There's not so, not so many of those, right? And uh, it's weird, I know, it's crazy. But so, um, I, I like both of them, okay? I love the beach, I love the mountains, but this, this particular time we went to the beach. And something funny about the beach, like I, it is so beautiful, and uh, we, go, we go to the Gulf of Mexico, that is, we go to Florida, okay, just around the, you know, around the bend from here. And uh, the water's gorgeous, it's this turquoise blue, this, the sand is like this, this sugar white powder, um, and it, it just, I mean, serene, it kind of calls you out there, right? It's so peaceful. You just want to go sit and soak it up. But what do you, what do you find when you get out there? It's not that fun, right? Like the sand is kind of obnoxious. It gets stuck to everything. Okay. We have kids. And so we're like, Hey, let's go to the beach. Like, no, we don't want to go to the beach. We want to go to the pool. Like, no, we're going to the beach. We came all this way. We're going to the beach. We can go to the pool in Dallas. And so, you know, kids don't like it. It's sticky, it's, it's, it, the sand is abrasive, the sun is hot, right? I mean, a fair-skinned guy like myself, I've got to cover myself up with a tube of, 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 of sunscreen just so I don't roast, right? And then the sea, like for all, for all the, you know, the, the, what you might consider dinky waves of the Gulf, two to three foot, like a three-foot wave in the Gulf is massive. Still, even still, there's enough power there that it can knock you down and drag you out to sea, right? And it's kind of, I mean, it can hit you in the face. It can, it's just, it's not as much fun as you think, right? And so it is, in some sense, it's beautiful. I get out, like I want to be there. I want, I'm, I desire to be there. Then I get there and I'm like, actually, this, I'm, my body's not made to be here. Like I'm not really, um, I'm not really as comfortable here as I think I should be. And, and if I'm comfortable, it's because I brought a towel, I brought a, a chair and an umbrella and all these things, Right? And I start thinking about, no joke, the, my, uh, my morning devotion as we, as we went out there was this. Psalm 19, this is verse one. It says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. And as I think about that, I think about, so there's, you know, the pantheist, the, the, um, the Hindu or the, the Buddhist, they'll tell you that God is in everything. And that's not true. But what, what this scripture says is that God made everything and that everything that he made can tell us something about who he is. That it can reveal to us a piece of who he is. That we, we can observe and we can understand his character and his nature and what he's like. And so as I think about the beach, and I think about even the mountains, there's something that is so beautiful and so attractive. Like it draws me to it, right? Like God didn't have to make these things beautiful. He didn't have to make a sunset attractive, that when I look out there and I see it, I go, wow, like I want to see this again. I want more of this. I want to experience that again. He didn't have to do that, right? And yet he did. And so God is a God of beauty and of grace and of splendor. There's something majestic about it. When I look at the ocean, I am, I'm not like, cool, right? I'm in awe, right? I, I, you see, I think about it, I try to put this in perspective, how many, how many just swimming pools of water are thrown up on the shore every second. And that's every second, multiple times over. That's all the oceans of the world. I mean, the, the ocean is so vast, it, it creates in me this like, wow. 
awe and wonder and splendor at the majesty of the one who would create it. But there's also something that is, that is dangerous about it. As beautiful as it is, as attractive as it is, I'm uncomfortable when I'm around it because I know that I'm, my body's not meant for that. I'm not created to be, let me start again because I was about to say something uh, inaccurate or heretical. I am created to be there. I am created to, to experience the joy that is there. And yet in my brokenness, in my flesh, I'm uncomfortable. And I go, man, I, I, don't, know that I, I don't know that I can be here. I don't know that I'm, that I'm worthy to be here. And so there's a thing we call the wrath of God that says that, that God in his power, he is so big and he is so strong and he is so holy and he is so righteous. But in that sovereignty and in that power, that my own rebellion and my sin, if I was to stand before a holy God, it would be like me standing next to the surface of the sun. I would be obliterated. In my rebellion and in my sin, I would be destroyed utterly and completely separated from God for all eternity in hell. That's the wrath of God. But this is, this is what the scripture says, okay? Romans 5 says that, <clears throat> that since therefore we have been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. And guys, there is something beautiful about God. It draws us in, it attracts us, and yet if we, if we have any wits about us, we know that we will be utterly and completely destroyed in front of such a perfect and holy God. And yet the gospel says that if we take on Christ's righteousness, that if we know that our righteousness means nothing, right, that nothing that we have, nothing we, we can produce, nothing good that we can do can get us into right standing with God, and if we lay that down and we say, Lord Jesus, I want your righteousness. Like, would you cover me, Lord, with your blood? Then and only then can we stand in front of a perfect and holy and incredible God. And so our desire for you here at Regen, if we, if we do anything right, it will be that we point you to Jesus and that we help you don his righteousness. And that we help you uh, strip away from yourselves your own righteousness, which is no righteousness at all, your filthy rags, your rebellion and your sin, and that you cling to him and you chase after him. And so guys, just in the same way that his creation calls to us and draws us to him, so we hope that, that we get to do that here to you tonight.